Hello, listeners. This is Roberta Foster. Welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word. And today I welcome Sean Carney on the Author's Corner. Along with Steve Carlin, he has written the book, What to Say When? The Complete New Guide to Discussing Abortion, which is published by Colby and Anthony. And we'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. So a little bit about our authors, Steve Carlin, who's not with us today, but he is the director of North American Campaigns for the Global Pro-Life Organization, 40 Days for Life. In his role, he trains and assists local 40 Days campaign leaders and co-hosts the 40 Days podcast. And something of interest, uh, after nearly a year and a half of efforts in leading peaceful prayer vigils, uh, the University of Wisconsin Hospital and Clinics abandoned its plan to open an abortion facility, citing Carlin and his team as the reason for the decision. So that's a great accomplishment um, there. And a little bit about Sean, uh, who will be talking with us in just a moment. He is the co-founder, president, and CEO of 40 Days for Life, which is a pro-life organization that holds campaigns across the U.S. and around the world. And he added the title of CEO in 2016 and has been instrumental in the growth of 40 Days for Life into a national and even international organization and has conducted more than 5,600 campaigns in 61 countries. Uh, You are a busy man, Sean. Thank you so much for your time today. Good. It's good to be on. Thanks for having me. So you wrote the book or co-wrote the book, um, What to Say When, The Complete New Guide to Discussing Abortion. Um, Why did you decide to write this, and what do you hope is accomplished through that? Well, for years, probably about 10 years, people would ask me to write a book like this. Hmm. There's a lot of great uh, pro-life apologetic Mm -hmm. books, you know, letting people know what, what you should say and and I realized over time, a lot of those were dated. And an unfortunate problem we have now in 2022 is is so many abortion supporters um, have changed. And it's gotten much more bizarre and insane. And, mm. and, you know, gone are the days of we want abortion to be safe, legal and rare, which is what they used to say. Mm-hmm. Now we have shout your abortion and infanticide. And so a lot of the new bizarre approaches to advocating for abortion have shown up, not even the last five years, but in the last two years. And mm. so um, Steve and I got together and, and decided to to take a swing and, and, and write a couple of chapters. And then the book just took off. Um, and there was certainly a, a great need for it as abortion has, has come up more and more in, in the news and in daily conversation. We were surprised, uh, honestly, when we released the book back in September because it was a number one Amazon release. We didn't expect that. It was the number two Amazon bestseller. We didn't expect that. (laughs) And it it just sort of took off. And and we thought, well, we thought there was maybe a need for it, but obviously there was. And and I think so many people, which we put in the book, you know, pro-life people, we don't really have an argument problem or a or a what-to-say problem. We often have a confidence problem, and, mm. and the book is, is written in a way to, to give confidence, to give tangible things of what to say, what not to say, 
um, and to do so in love and charity yeah. as to convert hearts. This is the only book I've written my fourth book that I can say is is proven. You know, we, we've had these conversations with former abortion workers, with women considering abortion, with men paying for abortion. And so it is it is it is to focus on the heart and the head for sure. Yeah. Well, you kind of mentioned a couple at the very beginning about these new wacky reasons for abortion. So share with us uh, some of the new arguments abortion supporters are using to back their cause and how we can get into uh, sharing the truth about that. Well, I think most people are used to the traditional overpopulation or my body, my choice. And those are those are easy. And mm-hmm. we, we cover all that in the book and we tell you specifically what to say. But um, a lot of a lot of people are shocked when somebody says, well, what about forced birth? You know, and you're like, what in the world is forced birth? I've heard of birth. You know, I've <laughs> yeah. heard of a stillborn, you know, but I've never heard of a forced birth. And it was funny. I was actually in a media interview when the when the uh, book came out, and the gentleman interviewing me was was supported abortion. He was very respectful, and uh, I made some of the arguments that we talk about in the book. We talked about uh, the rape argument. We talked about um, you know all the different uh, overpopulation and so forth. And and he said, you know, you have never heard you know somebody articulate it like this. It makes sense, and you, you're being very respectful. And and he was very respectful. Then <laughs> he said. What about forced birth? You know, <laughs> and I looked. I started laughing like I'm laughing with you. And I, I said, "What is forced birth?" Yeah. And he, he said, "I don't know. I just saw it on the internet." You know. <laughs> and so it was such a such an encouraging moment. But but you have these things that are going to come up that somewhere in some country, women are being forced at gunpoint. Uh, to, to give birth, we have forced abortions in North Korea and China. Um, but, you know, forced birth is like, you know, forced feeding when you're making your, your second grader mm-hmm. waffles on a Saturday morning. It's just um, we've detached ourselves from what is so natural and good about having children. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've made them this burden in our minds so that we can get rid of them through abortion. But um, we can we can point out the ridiculousness of it. Um, in a in a joyful way. Mm. Tell us some of the things that we definitely don't want to say when we're talking with somebody who is pro-abortion. Yeah, that we got a lot of great feedback on on that chapter. What not to say, and I'm guilty of everything that I put in the book. <laughs> as I tell people not to say it, so this is not a self-righteous deal. This is like I, I've made these mistakes. One of them is naturally we. We say we believe life begins at conception, you know, because we want to get it back to conception. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if we exist, then we're a human being. Mm-hmm. We're a person. And we're at the moment of conception. So we always want to get to conception. The problem is we don't believe that life begins at conception, but we know it. We know it now. And so that is an important thing not to say, that uh-huh. our beliefs are really irrelevant on, on so many fronts. The ultimate thing being attacked in every abortion is is truth, is is scientific truth, uh, eternal truth, natural law. Uh, that's what's being attacked in abortion. So we don't we don't have to we don't have to talk about our beliefs. Um, they have to talk about theirs. You got to really believe in abortion. Mm-hmm. You can't prove that it's good. You can't prove that it doesn't kill a baby. 
It, it is a religious belief that abortion is good and a crazy belief. But um, so that, that's one of the things. The other thing of what not to say, and we've all fallen for this because you get these beautiful stories. And, and I've heard a ton of them, and they're inspiring, and they, uh-huh. they do have their proper place. But I think we reference them too much, where you give some horrible scenario of why a baby should be aborted, and you ask people, you know, should that woman have an abortion? Of course, everybody says yes. You know, she's like, the end of the world is crashing down, and then it's revealed that that was Beethoven, or, uh-huh. you know, that was um, you, you know, uh, some famous actor or whatever, and um, it's it's fun um, because you, you realize you know we don't know who we've aborted as Mother Teresa said, but we, <laughs> your kid doesn't have to be Beethoven mm-hmm. in order to not be aborted. You right. know there shouldn't be this pressure. I mean your kid could grow up to be a drug dealer. You know that's not the point. The point is that we all in the United States of America, especially have dignity from the moment of our conception. Mm -hmm. We are made in the image and likeness of God, and we protect other unborn children in our country. We won't let pregnant women get on a roller coaster. We won't Mm -hmm. serve them 10 whiskeys at a bar. So we protect the unborn. We're just not consistent, and your kids shouldn't have to end up being Joe DiMaggio in order to simply be born. Mm-hmm. Because that's what—that's the natural thing for babies. They're—they're right. they're born. It's not forced, like forced <laughs> birth. Uh, but they should be born, and right. they shouldn't be born with the expectation of, well, we didn't abort you, so you better have a 4.0 GPA. Right. Well, folks, stay tuned. There's more to talk about with Sean Carney, who, with Steve Carlin, has written What to Say When, the complete new guide to discussing abortion, published by Colby and Anthony. And you're listening to Author's Corner, and I'm Roberta Foster. Well, we have just a little bit of time left, and so let's get into the issue of politics and abortion. Um, We now have a very pro-life president, and so has the whole um, political scene uh, regarding abortion changed over the last few years, and what are we expecting for the future? It certainly has changed, and we put a whole chapter in there on politics because we keep swapping out from having, you know, President Trump ended up being the most pro-life president in history by far. Um, based on what he did. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then now we have the most pro-abortion president ever, and so it, it, it flip-flops, and we cover the history of that, because there's a time to discuss politics and abortion and a, and a time not to. Mm-hmm. And we break that down in the book, because you will find, if you're a pro-life person and you make a great point about the scientific, beautiful reality of a baby in the womb, somebody may say, you want to lock up children at the border and in cages, you know, mm-hmm. and you're like, that's what are we talking about now? You know, yeah. so t- sometimes politics can hijack a conversation. Mm-hmm. So we cover the history of abortion in politics and how both major parties adamantly uh, rejected abortion. And it was really Bill Clinton when he was a pro-life governor in Arkansas who was told and believed that you have to run for president. You have to be pro-choice. Mm. And so he's the one that created the phrase. Uh, I don't like abortion, but I think it should be safe, legal, and rare. Okay. And he ran on that, and that was very successful. And so, um, you know, it's very rare to have a, a one major party be against abortion and one major party be completely mm-hmm. for it, including infanticide. So we break down the history of that um, because it wasn't a pro-life party that, that brought abortion mm. in, into the 
into the political realm. It was it was those who wanted to advocate for it. And so it's a it's a fun chapter. There's a lot of great research in that chapter, but we need to know that we got to steer away from politics yeah. most of the time because you're just going to get distracted right. with Trump or Obama or Bush or Clinton and and it can be endless, but we do need to know the history of it. Well, you mentioned this in the very beginning of our conversation that we actually want to prioritize winning hearts over winning arguments. So share uh, in just a minute or so more about that. Yeah, I mean, even for us at 40 Days for Life, we've helped 229 abortion workers have a change of heart and leave their job. Um, People convert. People change. The whole pro-life movement mm-hmm. is made up of a, a of a bunch of converts, either <laughs> women who have had an abortion or people who genuinely supported abortion or men who paid for an abortion, doctors who have done abortion. That's who makes up the pro-life movement. So we don't need to go in with the cynical attitude in our culture that we're all divided and you have your beliefs and I have mine. We can't do that with abortion because there's a life at stake. Mm-hmm. We can argue about taxes mm-hmm. and health care and the border and and all these other things. Uh, but every abortion is guaranteed to kill a baby. Mm-hmm. And so we can't not say something. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the motivations of, of having the book. And, and we need to say something with confidence because so many people change their mind on abortion every yeah. single day, but certainly since it was legalized in our country. Well, that is exciting news, and you've got uh, more details about that in your book called What to Say When, The Complete New Guide to Discussing Abortion, written by Sean Carney and Steve Carlin, and published by Colby and Anthony. So, Sean, how can people connect with you with your ministry and find out more about the book? Well, certainly uh, join us at 40daysforlife.com, sign up for the email list. We have campaigns twice a year. We have a lot of options for people and resources at 40daysforlife.com. You can get the book on our website. Yeah, go go to 40daysforlife.com and you'll see all the closest locations for a 40 Days for Life campaign near you. We're in over a thousand cities around the world mm-hmm. and um, you can certainly get the book and, and, and put it to use because <laughs> abortion will come up. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we certainly appreciate your time today, Sean, and the fact that you and Steve put together a great guide for discussing abortion with uh, from all different avenues, all different aspects. It's called What to Say When, the complete new guide to discussing abortion, co-written by Sean Carney and Steve Carlin. And Sean, thank you so very much for being with us and supporting life. Thank you. To our listeners, we appreciate you tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on the Author's Corner. Join us again next time.